Hey guys, welcome to the Every Plant Story podcast. My name is Shane and I am, we have in studio today with us, Sam back. Hello, hello. On episode two. Yes. Um, welcome back. Yes, uh, it's, we, I'm glad to be back. It's been, it was, I was here at orientation and then we had the break in December and now I'm back and it's like everything's so different, especially at Aloma. Like Robert gave me a walkthrough and it's just from what? two weeks ago to today. Yeah. I mean, Ch- even this room is, right. is changing on the weekly. Right. So, uh, it's been a lot of growth and we're, we're happy to, uh, obviously we, a lot of listeners sent their best wishes. Yes, um, thank you for what you had going on in your life. And we're happy to have you back. Yes. It back, hasn't, back. hasn't been the same without you. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> and that other voice on the microphone there is Zach. Hello. hello. Uh, he good to have you with us today. Zach, he is our media director here at Gabriella plants. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, but, Thank you for listening to the Every Plant Story podcast. This is the place where we share the stories um, involving the plants that we grow and the stories of other people who grow plants, whether professionally or uh, as a hobby, right. and all with the the mission of being able to deepen each other's love and understanding of plants as much as possible. So we're glad you guys um, are able to join us on this episode, and we thank you for listening. Um, I just want to go over some housekeeping stuff before we get into um, yeah. our special guest a little bit later in the in the mid segment today. Um, but to to start with, um, obviously Sam Spack, Zach, you've been working on all kinds of new projects. Mm-hmm. Um, we also um, like Sam mentioned, I mean, every team here is uh, is doing better than I could have even imagined, right. um, especially now that we operate in two locations. We're recording this podcast, actually, out of um, my office at Aloma, um, our second location, which is now our offices for anything that has uh, to do with the customer experience, um, from developers to media people to customer care, as well as um, our shipping team works out of this location. Then we have our our original growing location as well. And Brett is doing a great job um, leading that location. And and Sam being back uh, is now over at the greenhouse location. Because, I mean, Sam, just a little bit of backstory. You were, I mean, technically the first Gabriella employee out of out of all the team members. What, December 2016-ish? Yes. Around then? Yeah, because we, for those of you who don't know we took a, I took over my dad's um, wholesale right. um, greenhouse and operation in January of 2017 right right um, and I, I remember talking to you at one point like on my back porch or something right. like hey I mean I don't know what you're doing or how much time you got right but like I, I agreed to help my dad out this right. way and I mean that was before you, we even met online customers right it was just I it wasn't even necessarily like uh I started working at Gabriel as much as it was like hey man like uh, I'm taking over this thing and it was you know, help? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, you're one guy with a desperate cry for help. Exactly. <laughs> Acres of greenhouse by yourself. And uh, for yeah, for a while, it was just like we were just kind of in there, just kind of just floating from thing to thing, just yeah, trying to keep every, our heads on straight. Doing everything that like I remember growing up and seeing my dad do, right. but yet also not understanding half of it. Right, like exactly. a fax machine, I still don't understand right. the fundamental <laughs> technology Right. Of facts. Trying to figure out where you are in uh, in Apopka when it's a complete dead zone. Oh, You're yeah. on and, a dirt road somewhere. <laughs> and, and the only and the only uh, like reference that Dad left behind are like these hand sketched maps. Right. Zach, have you ever seen those hand no. sketched? No. Yeah, they're <laughs> like legit from oh, the yeah. 90s. Like, like, are they on napkins or something? Or? No, they're on like a card stock, <laughs> right. but it's also from probably like 1998. So mm, the paper has It's like had done that, that yellow thing. Uh-huh. Like you can tell it's been sitting there. But and the other crazy thing is it's like one-to-one accurate. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. like 
all hand sketched. Yeah, if if you're there and it's like it's right here. It's probably more accurate than like Google Maps. Exactly. Like yeah. you're going to be closer. If you know the surrounding, it's dead accurate. Wow. Right? I mean, obviously we're just tangenting, but obviously that was that map though. If you want to put into perspective of like, that's one of the coolest things about like my story personally is like right. being third generation. Like, right. First of all, you didn't have Google maps back right. then. You know what I mean? You set an impl- when that map was created, not right. when we took over the business, right. but, um, you know, yeah, that was the only thing you had. So the best thing you could have was the napkin of like, yeah. So if you go past the third stop sign and you make a right and you look for the second orange tree and then you make it, you know what right. I mean? Like yeah. that was the only thing you <laughs> right. had. Um, so yeah, definitely a completely different thing. And then totally we, different world. we, uh, as most know, we, you know, eventually found, um, what was happening with plants online and decided to, to venture into that. But right. Sam's been with me since the beginning. It's good oh, to have yeah. you on the podcast. Great to be I feel here. Like you, uh, you bring such a, unique perspective because in some senses even though you didn't grow up with it it wasn't right. in your family um you, you remember seeing both sides both in Definitely. how we serve our customers online now um but also the fundamentals of growing since right. you were where around. it came from yeah and i think that's been the cool thing is kind of like you said i didn't grow up with it it wasn't i wouldn't consider myself a quote plant person but then growing up uh, or not growing along the business uh, mm-hmm. alongside of it and then kind of the mission in the last you know, year with every plant has a story, seeing those passions, not only yours and your families, but these other people in the business and industry has lit that passion more yeah. for me. And, 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 you know, seeing somebody like Brett talk is it's like, it's contagious. It is. Mm. It really is. Um, and that's been one of the coolest parts about being, uh, you know, from then to now, even how much a pop goes changed and our relationships with those growers that I remember, you know, making wholesale calls to uh-huh, going, yeah. where, where does this box go? Or, yeah, exactly. Or, wait, we left those ferns on the wrong dock. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there's so many stories. Well, we'll have to just have like a whole, like we're too young age wise to have a podcast with the title of like back in the old days. I was just going to say that. <laughs> but like maybe we do. Maybe we, we should though. Whenever we have a guest cancel, maybe that's like the yeah. backup plan. We'll have so some OGs in here. Too bad hearing. we're going to leave that in here so people know exactly. if, they, if they're hearing that it's only because it's a plan B. <laughs> Probably shouldn't play our cards like that. But you know what? When have I not been like right. Let them overly in. transparent exactly. to, a, to a fault almost? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good to have you back. Absolutely. Um, some other housekeeping stuff. Obviously the team's rolling great. Our um, order... Uh, turnaround time we had a little bit of a um backlog there from the winter break that we took just you know with the ways that the days fell uh being on weekdays and stuff it didn't make sense to ship plants right it's gonna make it really difficult to get them out there it was gonna be really difficult for the month of december but we've caught up on that so um if you do want to order any plants online you can always order online at gabriellaplants.com and we would sure appreciate that um a couple other housekeeping things on the podcast. Obviously, this is episode two. Um, we do have quite a number of guests lined up for the rest of this month. I'm really excited about some of the other ones that I was able to uh, to share with you guys. And um, I think I think there's a lot of good ahead oh, yeah. um, for the podcast. And I'm really excited to, to get to... Sh- tell those stories as, sure. as much of a pun as it is uh, <laughs> pun like, intended yeah exactly but that's the point of this is that right. i think that those growers even some of the ones that are fairly disconnected offline um, right. those types of people um have a lot of useful things to share and right. uh, it's it, it's a good thing so um last note other than the, the the shipping thing for gabriella is just that uh we are we do live in florida central florida is uh where we're located out of oviedo and uh I think all of us in the room, Zach, Sam, myself, we're all Florida boys. Um, oh, yeah. Zach, you weren't, or, or Sam, you weren't 
born in Florida. But I've been here long enough that I'm used to the to our swampy, muggy weather and <laughs> anything colder than 60. I've got two layers on. Correct. Especially when the greenhouse tends to warm up like 10 degrees hotter. So oh, if you yeah. think Florida's hot on like a summer day when you oh, yeah. look at like, you know, the weather channel and they're right. like, yeah, our sunny Orlando is right. 94, like guaranteed 105 in the oh, greenhouse. I was going to say that's when you know it's bad. And that's when you know you're you've been in ag for a while is when you step out of the greenhouse into a June day in Florida. It's 98. That it's 100 percent humidity. Complaining. And you go, oh, man, it's so nice out here. <laughs> this that's, is... that's because it's 111 in yeah, the greenhouse. Exactly. With, like all humidity. You're swimming in there. Yeah, you don't, and, you don't and, even and, need a swimming pool at that point. Exactly. <laughs> and at, at that point too, like fans are like, uh, it, it's better. It's right. moving air, but it's not like, nothing, but it's it, also not, it's still 111. Right. So, um, but that being said though, we're not there yet. We're still in right. winter. Thankfully. Uh, but we do have some warmer weather coming up over the next couple of weeks, which Florida has been unusually cold. This I was going to say this last week has been pretty cold yeah i mean even all of december i was looking back at some things we have already burned the same amount of propane as we did the entirety right of last winter right at the time of this recording that's, which is uh and we still a have lot. a few months to go right as a something more i mean thousands it, of gallons of propane right right um, and just those are those are plants. temperature like kicked on so it's just the fact that it's been so cold it's Right. They're just running. Yeah, yeah. So usually we get, you know, like a nice week of cold weather. Right. Then you have a weekend where you can go to the beach. Maybe right. two weekends where you're out doing stuff. Then it gets cold again. You're like, all right, I'll bring out the jackets again. Right. But now it's just like, it's, it's been cold nonstop, which I love. Right. But... Yeah, it's, it's like been, being it's from a, Florida, it's just hard to get used to exactly. just straight cold. Like, it's hard no to plan for it. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and because we don't know how to plan for it, great segue too. We did release some new merch yes. uh, on mm. the website. Um, a couple for Every Plant Has a Story as well. Um, there's an Every Plant Has a Story t-shirt now out, um, available in a lot more colors yes. than we've released other t-shirts in the past, yep. which was always something that customers asked about. And Zach's sporting one of the uh, always growing more hats that yeah. look amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a nice hat. Right. I wear this like every day now yeah there's also Great. for those of you um and what i meant by we got ahead of ourselves there's <laughs> yeah. also gabriella flip-flops out there oh yeah. you know we got the taste of yes. like you know uh, a high of 80 something and we're like yep flip-flops flip-flops it is <laughs> already <laughs> ordered like we were th those have been like ready and on standby right. for a month now the right. whole office is going to be rocking them next exactly week. <laughs> exactly but not the greenhouse guys stay safe but uh that all being said um if you like flip-flops um right. or like cold feet you can go buy right. some flip-flops exactly if you're up uh, north and you like to have cold toes we got uh, yeah. we got you as well we got you covered and if you're uh someplace where it's really snowing there is a beanie up there too right. now um which is a one of those little things it's yeah nice. exactly again these are things we don't think about as right. florida people because the use of a beanie is uh you've got, pretty limited you've got three days in florida calendar year that you can wear a beanie without having a sweaty head yeah exactly mm -hmm. without it without it doing more damage than the help it's, right. it's providing um well, that all being said, guys, that's kind of some of the um, housekeeping stuff. We have a lot of stuff um, coming through the pipeline. I mean, so much that we could yeah. talk about. And a lot of it's not even uh, super related to the podcast. Right. Um, with that being said, I think that wraps up um, most of the housekeeping stuff. And obviously, like I said at the beginning, the, the mission of every plant story podcast is to tell more plant stories. And I'm super excited about the guest we have coming up. So let's go ahead and get into that interview we were able to do today with Georgia. Um, I think you guys will really enjoy and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So we have our special guest, Georgia Wilson. Some of you guys may know her uh, from Instagram, at plants.n, the letter n, dot things. Um, she's a graphic designer, a wonderful plant enthusiast, and a huge part of our plant community. Um, give it up for Georgia, guys. I mean, abs- absolutely. Welcome. How are you? Happy to be I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's been a while since we last got to to talk with you. For those who don't know, we uh, released the kind of what we uh, could best research as the origin uh, or possible origin mm-hmm. story to the Pink Princess. Um, but that was all the way back in May. Obviously, 2020 was the year, Sam, that, that 2020 was. Right. Um, <laughs> what's been up in your world since then? Oh, man, it's like you said, it's been a lot. Um, but I, the, the big thing I've been working on is the, the print version of the, the guide that we worked on together, the history part of that. Right, right, right. Like the, the digital download. I mean, I'm always, I'm mm-hmm. always pushing, I'm always, if, if, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Georgia has made really the only pink princess care guide that's out there. And, and one of the things mm-hmm. that I always love, and you've probably seen me write this in comments, even Sam, you probably seen me write this in the behind the scenes, uh, is that a lot of what's in there is not only helpful for Pink Princess, obviously ha- for what it was written on, um, but mm-hmm. plenty of other variegated plants, you know, have those same kind of characteristics, especially in the aeroid. Um, it's so exciting that you guys are working on it. it. From everything I've read, I mean, I've even seen people asking, when are you going to have the paper version? Um, but that was a huge thing that you released. Congratulations. What has the feedback been on on the digital copy? And, and how is that... Um, changed how you who you are in the plant community. I honestly, the whole thing has it's it's shaped my life. It's shaped the way I look at plants. I mean, I, I started a business because of this book. I, I I sold so many copies. I'm like, well, I guess I need to start a business with this. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. <laughs> it's been it's been hugely formative for me. Um, I it, you know it was just the plant that I love. I, I design books for a living, and that's also what I love. So it's it was kind of this excuse to go into the, the research aspect of things, looking into the, the why, not just the, yeah, I grow mine in bright light and it works. Well, why? And can I get information on that? And so it was an excuse to do that research and make some art and then make a cool book along the way. And turns out it's really helping people. Yeah. So speaking of the book, I mean, that's a big question I see a lot. When When is... When can people, I mean, I'm already hyped. I mean, I'll, I'll pre-order copies uh, for the whole team. I mean, I think it's great. The illustrations in it is great. Uh, I think what you have in what you created is is something that's truly unique in that it has valuable information, but also is visually appealing, which I feel like is one of those for any topic, though. I mean, Sam, it can be the same for like music gear or anything else, like the the tendency to either have like the most boring plain text like file that has the best explanation possible, but you can't make it through paragraph two or it's a picture book (laughs) and nothing's explained and it's not really a resource guide. So like what you were able to put together is like the perfect blend of that of, of what you of what you are a graphic designer and a plant enthusiast and and you have some experience editing books specifically mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah I um I, I design books for a living I um I work for an architecture firm so we work on research I, I do research for my day job too um yeah I uh oh you asked for a date I I actually have a date for the print guide oh yes it's yes, coming yes, out. yes 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 yeah. The launch presale is launching on February eighth. Awesome, awesome, awesome! February eighth. February eighth is when the presale will launch, and then I'll order the books and 
get them uh, sent out to everybody. Awesome. Well, that's I, super exciting. That's yeah, for exciting. sure. I will. I will definitely be uh, in line when oh, that yeah. happens. You'll have to keep us posted. Obviously, you will on your Instagram. Um, definitely. That being said, where um, for those of you, for those aren't familiar, um, your website. Where where are you going to be able to find that book when it when it does drop? You'll be able to find the book definitely on my website on uh, georgelaurette.com, L-A-U-R-E-T-T-E. But I believe it will also be on Amazon. Wow. Awesome. Very good. Like you said, starting a business. Right. I mean, it's it's not just, I think think some people think I'm just taking the, the digital book and printing it out, but this is, it's totally different. It's twice, I mean... It's better. It's I took everything I learned from making a digital guide, and I got some questions from that. And it's it's twice as long. It's got way more information. It's you'll be able to request it from your library. It's got like an ISBN, so it's it's a book book. Yeah, wow. I was going to say the same thing. That it's is, a book that book. That is awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> what? So I mean, obviously, that is an accomplishment, right? In and of itself, but. What I mean, it's been a while since May of 2020. What else has been mm-hmm. new in your world? Um, well, I'm throwing some anthuriums from seeds, which is cool. All right. All right. That's something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Um, we moved more plants. Yeah. I saw on Instagram a few days ago that you did update to the, the previous video we put out. You did get a higher, um, more height and a larger totem for your pink princess it it's quite tall <laughs> yeah. now because that was that was the thing we talked about afterwards sam uh when we when we did the interview afterwards she's like i mean yeah i want to get it to you know go to bloom and stuff but like at this point it's already is that why you moved hold on i'm connecting the dots exactly. here is that <laughs> gotta get a she, room big enough because yeah, the last time we talked she was like you know it, 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 what do you do when you hit an eight foot right. ceiling which is right. a legitimate question to people who live in normal size house so you right. got a bigger house for the pink princess right no, I'm just planning to chop her in spring. She's reached the ceiling. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So she has officially reached full height. Um, yeah. It is always cool, though, to see um, whether customers or just other people uh, in the plant community letting their plants, especially the plants um, that belong in the the types of plants that prefer to climb, that prefer um, mm-hmm. to, to go vertical. Um, most of those that do that also as you see in that that post you made, their leaves get much bigger as well. I mean, that's a characteristic of mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, aeroids that do like to climb. Mm-hmm. I get a I get a lot of questions of why I don't cut it up, and my my I had it's my that's my original plant, and I cut it I think about six months after I got it about four years ago, and those cuttings that I took from that original time are where all of my other princesses come from. That big one I haven't cut in three and a half years and my whole goal was to get the biggest possible plant that I could get inside because I mean I'm in Washington DC in an apartment so like I, I am limited gotcha. <laughs> don't have a greenhouse so but it, I'm, I'm super pleased with it it's, it's enormous I don't know if I'm gonna get a flower at this point but Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure we will. The, the nice thing is you're starting to see, um, and you and I have talked um, privately some, um, and I do want to get your thoughts on just, you know, what you what are some of your favorite things you've seen in the plant community. But I think as, um, as things like your book, um, as other resources begin, you know, things like this podcast, um, the efforts we're doing with Brett to try to educate people more about um, plants, um, I one of the coolest things I saw in 2020 was definitely the 
the desire to learn more. Not for every right. single plant person, uh, but there were a lot of people, I mean, in all different Right. types of ways in your life. I mean, you had some extra time at home. Right. You had a, you know, you had to find something to not only do, but um, invest just, in. Yeah, yeah, invest in, learn more, right. um, really get into it. And I, you know, it's been, even if yours doesn't go to flower, it's cool, at least from my vantage point, since the last time we talked, you know, there are a lot more people who are aware of how the plant grows. And I'm sure we're going to be able to get you plenty of photos of all different types. And, and that's one of the weirder things about pink princesses they don't necessarily have a super consistent bloom that has yep. been observed which was part of what you were trying to to observe yourself mm-hmm. yeah i've actually at this point part of my like part of my initial desire to get the plant to bloom was that i just can't you can't really find many photos like when i was originally researching this book i i think i found two mm-hmm. like i found one on pinterest and i emailed the girl and um but at this point i mean i have a whole folder of different flowers that are different pink princess ones and they all look different because it depends on, you know, if there's variegation in the stem, it could be all pink or it could be, you know, a dark green. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, it is, that is a fun, like just little fun fact that they can be varying colors. Um, But I hope that uh, even if yours cannot make it to that height, that uh, as the internet has more and more people, the call is out there now. If right. you're listening to the Every Plant Story <laughs> podcast, you have a story to tell. Get in contact with plants.n.things on Instagram. Georgia would love to see your pink princess if it does bloom. But that all being said, um, I also wanted to just bring up um, something that I, I saw when I, you know, I was showing uh, the guys uh, kind of doing some show prep on the for the podcast and um i showed them that not only you know the digital download and things i wanted them to be familiar with that but um you have a variety of other like designs and things on your website and and one i wanted to bring up specifically because i just i love it so much um because it's such a simple message but in my mind it really like demonstrates the heart behind um people who are growers because of being passionate mm-hmm. about growing things um and, and that mm-hmm. quote reads um, propagate as much as possible and send it to as many people as possible. Now that quote has a really awesome history. Do you care to share that? Of course, of course. It's actually one of my favorite designs. Um, I so the quote is by Dr. Crote, who is basically the Arrowhead botanist. If there's if there's a person to know, it's it's him. He's literally the one writing the book, naming the plants. Out in the jungle, he finding is, yeah, he is the the expert that's still living, and that's a, a sad reality. Is that a lot of the people who even in in the two thousands or more recently have passed on? But Dr. Crote is one of those leading voices in, especially the research side. But continue. Yeah, he um, so he actually said that quote to um in a in an interview for uh, in defense of plants and uh. I, I saw I saw it in some memes. I saw the interview, and I was like, "That just it just strikes a chord. Like it it, it says something to me." And so I did I did this design. I got I got really excited. I made the whole design, and then I did it. And I'm like, "Wait a second! I have to ask him. Like, is is this okay? Can I use this? Like, it's his quote." I wrote out this whole email, and I'm like, you know, thank you for all the work that you've done. You know, I really admire you, and I like this is just incredible. Thank you. And um, is it okay if I? put this design on a t-shirt, I'll send you a copy and send you some stickers. And, you know, if I need to pay you anything like a licensing fee, I totally will. And, he, and I just sent it off like, 
all right, let's, let's see what he says. The, ner- the, the, the nervous, the <laughs> nervous, like just sitting there, like, should I have done it? Oh no, I shouldn't have done it. Oh my god, like the, refreshing the, your email yeah, over instant, and over again. Like, but you you refresh it like constantly for like you know the first thirty mm-hmm. seconds, and then you go, what am I doing? I need to like turn my computer completely off, and then you like completely overreact. That you right. know exactly right. what I'm you talking turn, about. Turn the phone off, not going to check it, and then you go to do something <laughs> else. But the whole time you're watching Netflix, you're just like, but what about my email? But yeah, I, I haven't <laughs> checked it. I haven't checked it. But well, what happened? What 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 did you hear? That was me, and I basically heard back from him immediately. He was thrilled. He thought it was awesome. It was great design. Um, he said, please, artists, don't make enough as it is. Don't send me any money. That's awesome. In the sound of the world, that is great to hear. That is amazing. Yeah, amazing. So, of course, he has a shirt and some stickers. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, it's one of my favorite designs, too. I grabbed a couple stickers of it a while back. And uh, it's just, like I said, it it encapsulates the the passion behind what I think a lot of people who are not you know not only from a obviously a professional grower standpoint like right. that is our goal not only our our business but our mission is to to grow and ship more plants and you know this is essentially that but just stripped down to the if you have a plant and it's legal to do so propagate it and share it with others right. and if you're you know even the ones that are um, protected plants and stuff sharing and not making money off of it right. is not, you know, not a violation of, of any type of patent or anything. Right. So, or even just sharing information and just teaching right. people. And I mean, like you are with a book, I mean, right. something like that is just so awesome where you're taking your passions and definitely your knowledge and you can just kind of translate it to people that can't learn that type of stuff as right. easily or just are not aware of it. And, and sometimes the simple, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, and just to echo that point and to jump back to what uh, a little bit about what you were saying with this, this quote, it kind of feels like it encapsulates like this growing spirit that at least I personally have seen as you, you Shane have, have kind of spearheaded this, uh, at least at our business, this effort to educate and bring the like that service and that knowledge to the plant community. It's really cool to see not only with your book, but with this sticker and this, this kind of passion, the attitude, the passion, right. the overflow. Mm-hmm. It's, it's of- about sharing it with other people. It can't this, it reminds me of the, uh, propagate goodness and grow uh-huh. a dam, like those things where yep. there's this thirst for the knowledge and the community wants to include more people and get it out there and make mm-hmm. it accessible. Like you're saying, and that's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I completely agree. And, and I think that segues, uh, segues into one of the things I was most excited to ask you. And then I do have to ask you the two um, terrible, awful questions that we ask every podcast guest dun, dun, on the dun, podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, but before we get there, I mean, Sam kind of touched on it. I mean, we've seen a lot of, um, you know, people growing in passions and things, and we've kind of expressed just then like what we've been what's brought us most joy and what we've seen in the plant community. Um, despite what 2020 was, um, we don't even need to go there. I think the, the fact that from what I saw for the most part, um, like, like you said, um, with the propagate goodness, uh, the plant community gets around needs that exist. Um, and otherwise is a pretty, focused community Mm. on the thing that ties us all together, which is plants. Mm -hmm. And that's been a really cool thing to see it go um, cross um, any type of line that you would draw in the sand. And, and the one story that, you know, I, I loved the most, it was a email I got um, long story short, basically from a customer saying that, you know, um, there were, 
conflict and stuff with my family all growing up. And, you know, one of the things was I kind of moved further away from my grandma and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but essentially, long story short, it was a very long email, but long story short, you know, plants are the thing that they could get together and talk about and it didn't have to be um, current events right. or other things um, mm. and they could stay focused on something they had in common and grow right. their you and know, bridge re- that gap yeah know? and bridge the gap and grow that relationship and friendship and I, I've personally like nothing makes me happier than seeing that um, not only from like a, I want humans to succeed and mm. and resolve conflict and and, right. and be the best they can be but also that plants was a mechanism right. um, to bring people together. All of that to say, though, Georgia, what are some of the favorite, you know, or what is the favorite, your favorite thing that you've seen, even with what 2020 was since the last time we spoke? What, what is, uh, what's made you joyful in the plant community? You know, really the, the community of the plant community. I mean, I think that it's easy to get drawn into the, the drama and the negative side, but plants have such a power to connect people regardless of what your position on literally anything is, we can all get behind plants and the joy of plants and the joy of discovering and sharing. And it, I think it's been, I think it's been possibly the best thing about this year. Like how many people got into plants and then how involved everybody has gotten. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that wanting to dive deeper, that wanting to become, you know, more and more passionate. Um, that, that's awesome. Um, Moving on to the two questions, uh, we do want to respect your time. Uh, I know we're having to record this midweek and stuff, so uh, we all have uh, things that we have to do. But I, we couldn't let the podcast be, be released without asking the, the two questions, which honestly, um, I, I just picked these two questions a long time ago because of the questions that like inevitably got asked in every live stream I ever did. Any Instagram Q&A, half of the questions are these two right. questions just repeated over and over <laughs> and over again. But for some reason, uh, the fascination is obviously a lot of the people who are... Um, celebrities isn't the right word but you know uh, figures in the plant community there's a lot of just like assumptions that we know best how to take care of plants we've never had a plant die in our care um we're professional growers and i mean sam you've been with me since we first took over the wholesale business you were there with me day one right when we were (laughs) pulling ferns yeah when we were trying to figure out how a fax machine worked and why sometimes it would just spit out a piece of paper saying failed right um you know it didn't really make a whole lot of sense and and to go from you know but the perspective from you know the general audience is is we're professionals we don't make mistakes there's no that um and there's no plant we hate you know it's just love it's all good plants (laughs) there you know it's just a a happy making plant factory and it goes on 24 7 that being said the two questions you can tackle them in whatever order you want least favorite plant at the moment i understand things like that are subjective to time and and that kind of thing but and, and also most embarrassing plant story Oh man, those are hard. Yeah, see, that's okay. what I'm talking about. These are stumpers. Yeah, this is what they're not. See, the whole, the whole, the whole beginning was going really well. Right. You know, the book. You know, we right. got, we got them really on the team. You know, and Draw then we're just in, like, get them comfortable. Like, All right, now let's hit the real facts. Here are the tough questions. Yeah. Sure, I was expecting favorite plant, which is hard enough, but least favorite. Um. Okay, so this might be a little controversial, and it would maybe be more framed as most overrated. But spirit of sanctity. Okay. Think, I think they're great. They're beautiful. But A, they're endangered in the wild. And B, Philodendron atabopoin is spectacular and has the same little lobes 
is available. Yeah. Yeah. Now for those of the audience and, and probably even Sam, wow. right, yeah, right yeah, over my head, right over the head, <laughs> explain, obviously I know, I know what you're talking about. Um, one of the rarest plants like in mm-hmm. existence or one of the most overhyped, mm-hmm. if you think pink princess is hyped, hyped, you have not met mm-hmm. this plant. Um, yeah. You want to just give the quick summary of that, but I agree with you. I, I do think that there's a lot of emphasis put on popular or, or most sought mm-hmm. after. Um, and those mm-hmm. don't always equate to the favorites, right. even for the people who own them sometimes, you know, um, that may not be the actual plant that brings you the most joy, but for those who don't know a spirit of sanctity is explain. So in, you know, very condensed terms, basically it's a really long, uh, leafed plant that grows in, I believe Brazil in like one spot and it's basically been destroyed everywhere else. So it's nigh impossible to find. They go for tens of thousands of dollars and, they're known for just their unusual looking high lobe leaves, really long, skinny. Yeah. I'm bringing, see the, the yeah. photo that I brought up on the computer, yeah. Sam. Um, also kind of looks like an Ethereum pendulifolium. Obviously it's a philodendron, but it, yeah, you're right. There are a lot of other uh, plants with long leaves and, and part of what's made this particularly difficult. And she's right when she says thousands right. of dollars wow. for a single plant. Um, but these what I I don't own one so I can't speak from like experience but what <laughs> four four leaves a year probably something like I mean they're ex- ridiculously it's slow it's in perfect condition yeah yeah it's ridiculously gotcha. slow so there's like not even a viable pathway to right so, you know propagate and share with others as right. the sticker would say like that that mechanism doesn't exist um and, and that's some rare plants not all but there are other plants that you know whether they're endangered or not the main reason we don't have more of them is because <laughs> they don't cooperate right. and they they it's just really hard to grow <laughs> yeah because it's uh, just time you just gotta wait on them yeah exactly and if you're waiting you know months for a leaf for you to know, spit out one leaf imagine the rooting time on that exactly I mean, uh but okay I'll, I'll i'll accept that as least favorite plant i think right. i think that's uh, that's fair enough um most embarrassing plant story though so I am a huge proponent of telling the embarrassing plant story. So I have enough of those, but <laughs> most embarrassing one. Um, I think, I think my somatophyllum bipentifolium, but bipentifolium, I'm blubbering that one, but you know what I mean? The big, big giant one. Um, I grew it as one of my original plants, one of my original arrowheads actually, um, three or four years ago. And I grew it to this, massive monster that's like six feet across one leaf over here and one leaf over here and it it became a problem in my very small apartment in washington dc yeah six foot by <laughs> six foot looks like, great in a greenhouse right. or you know in a Outside really or, or you know what you porch. imagine on like good home like you know any right. of the like house shows on like hgtv or something where like right. the ceiling's forever tall hey you could fit your pink princess yeah. totem in there too um continue <laughs> sorry so it, it was wonderful and I loved it. My fiance was not a huge fan of walking through the leaves to get to the door. So we compromised and got it on a shelf up high, which was nice initially because it was out of the way. But I didn't quite think about how it wasn't getting enough light. It was drier, less air. And basically the poor thing just got so neglected that it more or less died. Oh, oh. rest <laughs> yeah. in peace. Oh, RIP, no. pour one out. Yeah, pour one out for that one. Um, you know... What, why, when did this happen? Um, 
you know, it's a long process. You know, it takes a while for a big plant like that to slowly just not not be happy. It was a long, maybe over the last last year or so, it just kind of declined. Wow, man, I didn't I didn't mean yeah. to ask the follow up question to uh, <laughs> further further embarrass you. No, but like but like we were saying, and I'm in that wound. <laughs> exactly. I'll cut that part out because uh, no, I won't. But the. <laughs> That is a little mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Georgia. Um, no, but I think I think you're right at the start, though, that like none of us should be embarrassed to tell those stories. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's been plenty of times that out of sight, out of mind in a giant greenhouse where they've we've left a bunch of stuff at the back of a, a bench and come back three weeks later and go, oh, none of this got watered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how did I miss that? Like mm-hmm. my bad yep. 30 plants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's yep. never fun. But what you could you learn something from it though. Right. And I think that that's, right. that's mm-hmm. what people should be taking away from any type of embarrassing story oh, yeah. is that there is the lesson to be learned and you, you become a better grower through it. For oh sure. yeah. Oh yeah. That's the, the flip the bench uh, when you're taking ferns off and then uh-huh. you load them all back up uh-huh. and you flip it the other way. Cause you're mm-hmm. not paying attention. <laughs> yep. Yep. Done that too. Uh, yeah. Been there. Pretty much any mistake that you can make in a greenhouse. Right. I'm sure we've, we've been made, there. Yeah. Professional mistake makers. <laughs> so trust us that you have nothing to be embarrassed about, but oh, I do yeah. think it's a good, a good lesson to the plant community oh, and yeah. that each embarrassing story, each failure or whatever, I'm putting air quotes up, right. but um, any of those words that you would, use I, right. I think the better word is lesson right and uh a learning moment it's right. like every every time something goes wrong like there's something there's something to learn from it for sure that's like don't put your plants up high where you don't think about them exactly. <laughs> awesome well um before we go i just wanted to fo- ask one more follow-up because it was something that you mentioned to me the other day and i know we didn't have a chance to squeeze in uh in that portion of the interview but when the book released february 8th um, that same person who uh, provided that quote yeah. in your in your sticker, um, tell us how Dr. Crote was involved in the book, which I mean is, I mean, huge news. I mean, right. like I can't even put into perspective how awesome that is for you, how proud I was uh, when I heard about this. But yeah, tell me that. So um, basically, I was wrapping up the book, doing all the last final details, and I was looking at other books to see, you know, was I missing anything to make it a book, a book? And and they all had a foreword that, you know, set it up and it was written by somebody that didn't write the book that kind of introduced it. I'm like, so who, I need a foreword. Like, who could, who, who would be the best, Dr. Crow, the best person? I mean, you know, pie in the sky, there's no way this guy would write. Yeah, I mean, who, who else could you book. get? Right. Best of the best. But I mean, like, there's no way he has time for me. You know, he's off writing research papers and stuff. But, it, you know, doesn't hurt to ask. So I, I sent him a little copy of the guide. I wrote out a letter and said, you know, if you have time, it would be really great if you could do this. And he replied to me on Thanksgiving, actually, and wow. sent me the forward. I said, like, yeah, this is awesome. This is beautiful work. Well done. It's just oh, it's amazing. That is <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. There's a forward by Dr. Coat in the, in the Pink Princess Guide. Awesome. Well, I'm so really, excited. I haven't been able to read that forward right. yet, but I will once I get my hands on this physical book. Um, for those of you who are listening that want to go check out Georgia's stuff, you can find her on Instagram at, at 
plants.n.things. If you search uh, YouTube for Gabriella Plants, you'll find our channel where some of those other videos we talked about that we released um, earlier in 2020 are as well. And you want to give them your, your website one more time too if they want to go grab that digital download or the sticker or any of the other stuff that you um, you have there. Because I mean, every design, we only had time to touch on a few, but I mean, even uh, we even purchased your pink princess lapel pins, which I think are currently sold out, but we distributed yep. those to every team member last right. year. Yeah, those were awesome, by the way. Yeah, very cool. Um, but where, where can they find all that stuff? Uh, my website is Georgia, G-E-O-R-G-I-A, Lorette, L-A-U-R-E-T-T-E dot com. You can do backslash shop or just go to the shop and everything's there. Awesome. Well, Georgia, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the Every Plant Story podcast. We hope to catch up with you soon, and we'll be sure to put those links and things in the show notes. So thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. See you. So, Sam, that was a really um, fantastic interview. Yeah. Again, thanks so much to Georgia for um, for doing that interview with us. Um, it's been a while since I got to uh, actually talk with her on the phone, so that was a lot of fun. Um, Zach, what else is new uh, coming up in the media world uh, now that you're doing what you're doing for Gabriella? Yeah, uh, yeah, I've been slowly kind of falling in the rhythm. We've been working on some cool stuff, um, one of them being which I know you posted a little teaser in the behind the scenes group, but yeah, our Facebook behind the scenes. Group. Yeah. Working on a 360 photo system. So we can kind of go through and update all of the photos on the website so that people yeah. can just go on and be able to scroll left and right and kind of just see that full 360 view of whatever plant That's they're looking awesome. at. Yeah. So it just gives you a way more just accurate, look right and, yeah talk about making the customer experience better right. which is exactly. I mean, what we at gabriella plants are always trying to do sam i yeah. mean I, that has been a project that you and i have talked I about i was gonna say i was i was taking a lot of the photos before zach came on board mm -hmm. and that was always one of the struggles as i was taking them is like all right i gotta find the right angle yeah that, how much do you rotate it right you what's the what I mean? best like, angle what's your good side is it right, this side exactly this and then side? it's also like well okay i want to make sure that you can because there's, you know, it's a 360 thing. It's yeah, a circle. Yeah. There's all these sides. Yeah. So you're like, well, I want to show them the most plan I can, but also then sometimes you're like too far away. So I, I was seeing mm -hmm. a little bit of that teaser and I was like, oh, this is next yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. I feel like that's going to be really uh, just something that kind of stands out too, where people can go right. on. And I mean, it's any like those, I mean, you go on Amazon and most products nowadays, you can right. see the whole view and you're already more comfortable just buying something, be able to see the entire product mm -hmm. and... Yeah, and, and I think it's also something that you don't see a whole lot in plants specifically, yeah. which is something we're always trying to do is, Definitely. you know, find find new ways of telling every plant story, right? I mean, just like we do on the podcast. And obviously the podcast is is meant to share the stories, both the embarrassing plant stories, the fails, <laughs> um, but also just the stories of, of so many growers, so many pieces of the plant community right. um, that it takes to, to even have the ability to go to your local plant shop right. and, and pick up a plant this weekend. Um, yeah. You know, all that takes so much effort. And I think that it's a unique perspective for us, given who we are and what we are, right. um, to be able to to help further educate customers um, and provide new ways of them better understanding right. the plants that they're purchasing, better seeing better photos, um, anything we can do to, to keep growing those passions in people. Saki has And on that note... Um 
I think we're going to be hopefully starting a live. Yes, yes, that is a also live on the little next. thingy once a month. Yeah, um, yeah we're going to be using in the so, works. So right now we're recording in Studio A, which is yep. at Aloma, um, in technically my office. Uh, but one of the things we want to do, obviously, the Every Plant Story podcast is is audio format like this. But one of the other things we do want to do, and Zach and I are working on it, um, is to be able to do a monthly live Q&A and more of a show because um, there are elements of, of stories of plants and things that I um, mean even the spirit of sanctity in the interview we right. did um, being able to show some of those pictures right. or um, you know do a more be able to have that live tell. feedback and right. be able to have just more of a real conversation with multiple people right yeah they serve different purposes but I think they'll both be um, really cool ways for us to right. connect um, with not only the listeners of the show, but also um, connecting various listeners with each other and guests exactly. with, with other listeners and things like that. So that is on the horizon too, Zach. Bravo for everything you're yes. accomplishing this week. The thank entire you, team is, uh, is functioning well. And with that, guys, thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Sam and Zach, for being here on the podcast. Um, thanks for listening, guys. If you want more information about our guests or anything else we talked about, you can find that in the show notes below. And otherwise, we will see you next week. See you. Bye.